baby let's go does it again and we are here today with episode number eight of the 5-1 formation podcast i will be your host today george jerjuice as you already know joining me are the members as always we got antonio what's up boys visca barca visca <laughs> messi let's do it we got alex what's up guys mr tommy siebos yeah yo and unfortunately tonight anthony couldn't join us for personal reasons so it's just going to be us for today so we're going to jump right into this today and Lionel messi winning his sixth ballon d'or the most ever by any player in history of football guys uh we kind of were leaning on virgin van van dyke Mm -hmm. Winning it this year. What are your thoughts about Lionel taking it this year? Well, first thing I want to say is you just said virgin. Bro, I held back a laugh. I loved it. I I held back a laugh, bro. That's for our listeners right there. Virgin Virgil (laughs) Van Dyke. But uh, I honestly thought that Virgil Van Dyke was going to win. But you know what? I always had was telling everybody when we were talking about the Ballon d'Or that if Messi were to win, I'd be be so happy for him. He deserved it after the fantastic season he had. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if this kind of proves that maybe you don't really need to go that far into Champions League as long as you had an incredible individual season. Listen, the way it's been going the past uh, five, six years, it's always been a Champions League winner. I think it's safe to say we all chose Virgil because of that reason. Correct. Easily. Correct. I, I think, and other reasons as well. I think I, for me, sorry to cut you off, but no for, I think for me, uh, I would have I gone for Messi as favorite. Because to me, he is the best player. He's always performing at a, such a top level. But I think what made me uh, choose differently this year was last year's Ballon d'Or winner with Modric winning it. And thinking it was he wasn't necessarily the best player, but he was the player that got furthest with the teams that he played with. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. You know yeah. what I mean? So That's why we all chose Van Dyke to off win. With that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, let's, so let's, let's put it out but, there yeah. that Van Dyke didn't lose by a huge margin. It, it was, was the close. closest margin it, in yeah. the history of the yeah. Ballon d'Or. Let's yeah. just put it out there. So it was it was a nice head-to-head fight. Yeah. Virgil should be happy, which he was. He, he said it in his uh, yeah. interview at the Ballon d'Or Awards that he's not mad that he didn't get the award. He, he always believed it was Messi that should have gotten it because, in his uh, words, he is the best player of all time. Oh, yeah, hands down. So... Yeah. You know what? He's a good sport. Yeah. He, he he showed true sportsmanship. Class, bro. Yeah. I like true, it. Proper class. He honestly. took a little dig at Ronaldo, but now it's... imagine that was Ronaldo coming second that close to Messi. How his reaction would be? Like Van Dyke took it. Van Dyke took he's it on the chin. Been second a couple of times there. No, yeah, but Van Dyke yeah. took it on the took it on the chin, and now he's just gonna have to prove himself again, season after season, keep winning Look, stuff with for, Liverpool. For, for me personally, I still think it's a win for for Virgil Van Dyke to come that close. Hundred percent. Hey, he's like, a defender to put up. Those types of numbers yeah. compared to Messi, I'm I'm saying on the scoreboard of yeah. the Ballon right. d'Or, right? It, he should be really proud as I, a defender. Honestly, I agree. Hey, coming cl- coming close second to Messi is not a bad thing, man. No, you, you got beat by 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 literally the goat. So to now, come second, if he had ended in third place, I would have said that would have been disappointing and he would have been upset. But because he ended up second and he was so close to him, I think that's a win for Virgil as well. 
I, I yeah. li- listen, I chose Virgil. We all know, know that. I'm not going to back down from it. But like I said before, I chose him because he won the Champions League. Yeah. 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 And I thought he, they were going to continue in that direction. But I did say in our predictions that I wouldn't be mad if Messi won. And let me tell you, boys. You ain't I'm, mad. I'm, I ain't mad. I love it. And by the way, a little stat for all of you. Barcelona now have the most Ballon d'Or winners in history. So I love that's it, man. Well, who Barca. else? It's just, it's just Messi with six? No, Messi, Cruyff, Ronaldinho. Oh, uh, fuck, it's true. Ronaldo, yeah. I think, won with uh, them. I'm not sure. With Brazil? In 98. Uh, when he, he played with that Barca? one season in 98, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, but that's, just a, that's, a, that's an incredible stat to just hold by a team. Yeah. That's just... That's insane. Just having those types of superstars coming out of that organization. Yeah, historically, just, they've had amazing Bro, players. those are massive Ro- names Romario, Antonio just said. Yeah. Uh, so Romario, Rivaldo. Yeah. yeah. Those so. are massive names he just said playing for Barca like in the history. That's insane. And now Messi is just running with it. We should have more Champions Leagues to back it up, but whatever. <laughs> well, that's you. Uh, story well. on its own. Listen, for me, the, the most surprising thing that came out of this Ballon d'Or wasn't Messi coming through because it was it was very close. What surprised me more was that Ronaldo actually got in the top three. Yeah, that for, oh man, I don't. Oh, agree. What do you guys think of that? I don't. Agree. I'll say right now, I don't agree with that. I know there's a lot of Ronaldo fans listening, but I do not agree with him coming third just for his name. He's an awesome player, but he didn't. He didn't show that his, season, his it high potential. Yeah. Like it wasn't compared to Sadio yeah. Mane and, yeah. and Salah. Yeah. It didn't he didn't come close no, in my opinion no I, it, I, i'm guessing he only got chosen just because of the name he's just no that's, Ronaldo, that's it and it's even funny that uh you you said that because he ended up winning uh city uh best win- player now mvp i saw a stat on twitter about this mm-hmm. and he had come he he wasn't even first or second in a lot of the categories so for goals he was like fourth Quadri- for assists, with- he was like fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, seeing that, it's like, how the hell were you chosen as the best player of Serie A when you were like not even leading these categories? Just to compete with Messi, man. It's, it's that, all a, that's my that's my thing. It's it's all a publicity stunt. Hundred percent. Do you yeah, find it? Sucks, do you man? Just hear me out two seconds, okay? I know it's very biased and everything because I'm not a Ronaldo lover like some other people. I'm not a Ronaldo fan. But do you find it ironic how? This Serie A MVP award was on the same night as the Ballon d'Or, the biggest right. achievement one player can get in in football. It's on the same night. When has that ever happened? No, yeah. I agree with you. It was it was his agent that uh, pulled that some set it up, there. huh? Yeah, yeah. That's insane, though. Yeah, think for about just it. anything to stay relevant, bro. But, but like, anything yeah. to stay relevant. No, hundred percent. How he got third is beyond belief in in my belief, and how he won the Serie A awards, like Alex mentioned yeah. before, is just unbelievable considering the stats he had and 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 people especially forwards win awards based on their stats solely on their stats unfortunately that's how it is sometimes but how does he how does he even get close to those awards if he didn't have the stats to prove it last year it doesn't make any sense like i'm saying all comes down to the name you want a guy like ronaldo winning a big thing or you want a guy like chiro mobile who's not that big of a name to win and and be the and be the poster boy of syria uh, what's his name i can't even say just call him quags he finished top goal scorer last season 26 goals but look it's amazing but look amazing do you want a guy like don't hear about him no you want a guy like that you want a guy like ronaldo being the poster boy it all comes down to the name which is sad because he, like Alex said before, he did not have the stats to prove to come anywhere near top of any voting. And yeah. even if it wasn't just a, like, let's say it's not about stats. Like for example, in in the in the EPL, Bernardo Silva was one of the best players of the of the league last year. 
and he he should have been a lot higher in the Ballon d'Or standings, in my opinion, after the year he had. Um, but it's not like he had this. He had the stats to prove it in a sense where, like, he was the one who did like the most uh, kilometers. Or what do you call that? Like the the most uh, running on the pitch, right? Like yeah. he had, like he was most like field a workhorse. Coverage. He was a workhorse. Yeah. He scored in, in big games. He assisted in huge games. Like he just did everything he had to do. Yeah, the numbers were but there. The numbers were there also to to help uh, prove my point. Yeah. And you've heard about him doing that in those big games, but for Ronaldo, for me, I never really like heard his name a lot last year. No, you know no. what I mean. No. So for me, when I heard that he won City Up, like best player of the year, for me, it was like, no, nah, this doesn't make sense. I think you know what could have been the turning point for him. It would have been because he's a tournament player. If they would have gone through uh, uh, playing against Ajax, if they yeah. didn't lose, and he was like the game changer, yeah. that would have changed a lot of things last year trust me but it didn't go that way no i think the fact that he went far with uh portugal and winning the nations league definitely helped in his uh oh yeah yeah, but this, yeah but this is the city for... yeah, yeah, but, yeah. award though i'm piggybacking no, off I'm of alex for the for the third place I just oh realized. you're going back to the yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but for the city yeah there's no uh there's no excuse there's no I'm excuse sorry. No. no 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 anyways so i think we're done with that. I think we all we could all say that Messi deserved it. It was very, yep. very great. Uh, the greatest achievement one player can get. And not only one time, six times. This is history in the making. No one has ever done this before. And uh, Just enjoy it. Even yeah. if you're not a Messi fan, just enjoy the moment that you're getting to yeah. witness something as great as this. Because it's, it's probably not going to happen again, nope. guys. Honestly. Nope. I'm soaking it all in. Like he said in his speech, his time is coming. Yeah. Don't freak out. It's not coming next year. I hope not. Anyways, what he meant is that he's got maybe four, two, three four years, years yeah. left in the tank. Which is still whatever. insane. So just enjoy the moment because it's his time is going to come fast, unfortunately. Yeah. And with that, we shall move on to the uh, French League with uh, Ligue 1 and with uh, PSG winning 3-1 against Montpellier. Alex, you want to make a comment on that? Uh, yeah, so we're going to get started with that. Uh, Neymar gets back on the score sheet, and as I predicted, um, Mbappe's form, is ba- he's back in form because of it. Mm. So Mbappe, I think, has scored in like two, two, go- um, two games straight now, Neymar as well. Uh, so they're definitely off to a flying start with Neymar back in the lineup. Yep. Um, no, they work well as a unit, honestly. That's, that's Both it. of them work really well together. You could see the chemistry is clear on the pitch. There's there's no question about it. There's no argument there. And their bromance off the field helps as well. <laughs> yeah, and it, it baffles me how, what he pulled this summer, Neymar. Seeing how well things are going on and off the pitch for him, it, it really baffles me, seriously. Listen, I hope uh, they continue to do well together. Let's see how far they go in Champions League. Yeah. It looks like... The, the league are cemented for them, but you never know. Uh, and they're a game down. They yeah. have 16 games yeah, exactly. played because of last week. Yeah. Uh, and they're still first place with 39 points. In terms of league, are, like, they yeah. should they should win the title. In terms of Champions League, uh, Neymar's going to get injured when it's his sister's birthday again around that time. <laughs> so uh, you're not going to see him. And, and I'm surprised that the starting lineup that Di Maria didn't start or get subbed on at any time. Well, he I, didn't have too great of a game. I think it was midweek or whatever. Uh, and considering they don't really need the Champions League game coming up this week, I'm surprised not seeing his name. Maybe just give him one one game off. He is, did uh, start. Don't forget, when Neymar was out, he was starting. Oh, no, he hands. was the guy. For, for me, so, I'm going to say it, like it was him and Neymar. 
So he really put the team on his back along with Neymar. But don't forget, he is an older, uh, one yeah. of the older vets on the yeah. team. So yeah. uh, it's nice to to sit down uh, those types of players sometimes. One yeah. thing I saw on the table that was. Uh, um, it's uh, in Marseille. They're catching up on the table. They have f- they're five points below first place. Yeah. Um, with they have a game in hand, like we just said, like George just said. Yeah. But uh, still, though, like Marseille is giving that push, and we all know that Marseille can be that club to challenge PSG. Yeah. They just need to continue the consistency, and um, and hopefully they can because I'd like to see uh, PSG dethroned. To be honest with you, like I've been saying every single podcast about Marseille, uh, wait till Tovan gets back, and and I think they're gonna get those ex- that extra boost that they need. Absolutely, seriously. he's their goal scoring threat. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. And they're doing this without him. Just think about like Antonio said when, yeah, he, exactly. does when back, he does come oof. back. Oof. Yeah, but sometimes like maybe. Maybe they play it better without their best player. A lot of the times that happens with a lot True. of clubs. Yeah, you know? they find that uh, composure. They yeah. find their momentum. But yeah. honestly, yeah. I think adding Tovey into the squad is oh, just yeah. going to help them even more. It's, yeah, it's more of a positive than a setback. I yeah. really hope they bring it uh, for the second game, the rematch against PSG, because if if they're staying relevant in, in the Liga race, it... It would help them out, honestly, because yeah. that first game really pissed me off against PSG. There, yeah. really, it, it's disappointing, really. Absolutely. Did um, uh, sorry to sorry to cut you off there, but did you guys see what happened with Mbappe in that game when he got subbed off? Yeah, apparently he was uh, he was ignoring uh, Tuchel. Tuchel. Yeah, like uh, he went to go shake his hand and he kind of just like shrugged his shoulder kind of thing really? and just like yeah it was it was really really weird considering that you got a goal and assist I I mean I didn't see the game yeah. I didn't see exactly what yeah. happened but I just I just saw that on Twitter or somewhere like him shrugging his shoulder on him look being there's, there, off. there's two ways you could take that there's the, the the one way is you love a player that that has that passion that always wants to play and always wants to play every single minute yeah you love players like that but there's also have have some respect you know like he got subbed off at the ninetieth though. Yeah, but that, that's so weird. Know, that's though. weird. Like, I don't know. It makes no sense. Anyways, so, yeah, just something. I unless saw. they had some sort of agreement beforehand. Look, you, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. Yeah. But unless they had some sort of agreement that he was going to play the entire game, I don't know. You never know, right? Yeah. That's what probably uh, Toko was trying to tell him in his ear. Why are you pissed off? No, guaranteed. Guaranteed, that's what it was. Or he's German. No, he would he's speak with the German. Yeah, he's German. <laughs> that was a good attempt, man. That was awesome. No, that was terrible. I have, uh, I have one last point for Liga that I just wanted to throw in was that the difference in points between third place and 15th place is seven points. Which is not a lot. Which is not a lot. So anything could happen in the next month or two for yeah. this, uh, this league. Uh, so we'll definitely... Um, no, besides first place uh, being practically cemented by PSG, it's, it's, it's very competitive. Honestly, yeah. there's always... Uh, someone else in third or fourth or you know it's always switching around so uh keep your eye on Liger. that's it yeah and, and with, and with that, that we're gonna segue into uh, uh into bundesliga and oh, tommy's ready to get you guys started. boy oh boy everyone's favorite team much and globak <laughs> had one hell of a weekend coming off on top on bayern munich wait the- wait say it again who much and globak <laughs> dethroned Bayern Munich. Oh boy. Like this game was back and forth. I really enjoyed watching it. Bayern really showed up from like their past previous games that they didn't really show up. Today, uh, yesterday they showed up. It was a back and forth game. But that's a third game in a row now that Lewandowski's left off the score sheet, which I don't know what you guys think. I don't know if it's 
him slowing down or him just being no, coming off guns blazing and now he's taking uh it's just the way life is uh, it's like stocks uh, going up and down uh, if he was for 13 uh, goals in a yeah. uh, 13 games in a row yeah. you're eventually gonna no, go but down even, no, but you know what i'm sorry if even if i was Lewandowski, like i would look at my fucking team like, i just fucking scored 14 goals in 14 games yeah like, what the fuck are you guys doing yeah yeah i agree sometimes you know I mean? the mailman mails 20 letters a yeah. day and other times he's mailing 40 yeah. letters a day no, bro like, it's exactly. not all like i don't know like, yeah. like i'm sorry but they're not do, they're not helping him no. so he he must be getting some sort of like he's maybe he's getting discouraged like yeah. yo this team like they're not helping me yeah i don't know and uh, and a player that was was pretty much off the score sheet for a couple games uh, a little goal scored by ivan perisic Coming out of nowhere and getting a nice exists. little goal. Yeah. He's still relevant, the guy. Getting a nice little goal. But the way the, that Bayern lost the game was 91st minute conceding a pen. I don't know. Martinez a, with a challenge in the What box. a bad challenge to be doing that in 91st minute when you know how you're so close in standings and you pretty much just throw away the game like that. I don't know. Since, That's, since we're talking about Bayern here, I'm going to throw a little curveball, okay? Because I just thought about it right now. You guys heard it here first. I love okay. it. Let's go. Leroy Sandy will be joining Bayern next summer. Or this summer coming up. Yeah. What makes you say this? Well, first things first, with Manchester City kind of struggling a little bit, I mm -hmm. feel like now he's going to maybe somehow use this as, as an excuse. Know, as an excuse to maybe say, you know what? I had my, I had my fun. I won my two, two titles Premier in a League's row. Yeah. And it's time go back to, to go. Germany. Go back to Germany. Go back home and kill it with my home team. Well, uh, they better uh, prepare the checkbook because yeah. he ain't going to come no. cheap. And, and, and before we stop talking about the Bayern game, the one shining star from that whole game from both teams, again, Alfonso Davies. For real. This For guy teams. is just nonstop. I swear, here. I'm not because he's a Canadian boy, but the runs he's making and getting by people and getting back on time to defend is just outstanding. Like, this guy is just excelling on a team like Bayern Munich, a player that came from Vancouver Whitecaps, is excelling and becoming a starter every week for Bayern. Better show up for the World Cup when they play in Canada. Guys, that's nuts. Okay, now we're going to put Bayern away okay, because... Hold on, hold wait, on. wait. Before no, no, no. There, I wasn't, like, wasn't going to say it. I'll, yeah. Uh, the the Xavi Martinez uh, tackle there. Yeah. Uh, was it because he was too slow? Was he just uh, stupid? He, he thought he thought he was running to home plate. He thought he was playing baseball. <laughs> you don't make a sliding tackle like that. Bro, guys, in the 92nd minute, when you Dude, know... I, I wish he was exaggerating, but... Bro, when you know how close the standings are, like, look, guys, I'm going to say this right now. I'm not over-exaggerating. Mönchengladbach is first with 31 points. Bayer now sits seventh with 24. Guys, 31 to 24 now for points. Like, it's... Bayern season is slowly going away. Yeah. Like it's 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 a back and forth season for them, and now it's just letting it slip away because that game was crucial. And to take the tie, it would have been a bit off, but they would have at least got away with a point. To come away with nothing, don't be don't be surprised if they hire uh, a big manager in the next week or two. Because They're looking yeah. at Pochettino. Yeah, and, and it looks like and it looks like it's he's most probably going to take the throne and take I, over Bayern. I, if I was him, I would have grabbed it already. Yeah. Like you're going to one of the biggest clubs in the world. Like you're gonna should go. But but he did come out and say he wanted to take a, a couple of weeks to a month off to regroup, be with family, take time off. The so, only reason uh, I said what I said was because uh, January is approaching. Yeah. And if he needed to kind of fix anything with the team that he thinks that would work, now's the time to go. I agree. Find find your your weak spots and yeah. then replace yeah. them. 
And so yeah. what? Flick the dick isn't working anymore, huh? But the thing is that, like, I don't want, I don't want to take <laughs> back what I don't like. It's just we talked about it, guys. We, we said it. We talked about it. It's I don't no, I know, man. I think they're still gonna wait till unless there's a massive opportunity that arises yeah. in front of their faces, yeah. they're gonna take those two three weeks. Yeah. And, I don't know. Uh, and tones. And, uh, and, and, when, when have you ever heard by Bayern's name being in seventh place? Guys, I'm gonna say it again. Not not like by two points behind. Guys, Mönchengladbach has 31. They have 24. That's a big gap. And it doesn't look like Mönchengladbach stopping anytime soon. Take a shot every time he says Mönchengladbach. <laughs> oh, you guys would be smashed by the time this episode is finished. Like, it's <laughs> I, I, it's like I can't stop praising this team. It, they're just hey, gelling together. You know what I have to say? Good on uh, Bentabania oh my for God. keeping his composure for yeah. that penalty shot yeah. in the 90th minute. You know how tough it is. To be under pressure, especially you're playing against like the top team in Germany. They've been top for so yeah. long. Uh, yeah. And to put it in back of the net on a penalty. At home. Last minute at home. Great moment. And yeah. then don't forget, this game might end up being the game that's the decider, win, the yeah. decider that wins yeah. the title. Yeah, which so. and now like Tommy's saying, yeah. they're they're really back on points, boys. I don't think they're gonna climb up. Uh, they might get a maybe a Champions League spot, but yeah. I don't know. Leipzig and uh, Mochengat Gladbach are looking too yeah. strong right now. Did you uh, did you see what uh, Pep Guardiola said? I know this is a little off topic, yes. but uh, he had he had a little slip. Yeah. Uh, so it was post uh, post conference against uh, Burnley after the game. And he was talking, and instead of saying Manchester City, he said Bayern Munich, and then he he kind of slapped his head. He's like, "Oh, excuse me, uh, I meant to say Man City." Yeah, yeah they, they, he was talking about how uh, good Rodri is for the team, and yeah. he's, he's like, he selected a good club like Bayern Munich. Ah, what the fuck, Bayern Munich, Manchester City. Do you and find? Do you find that? No, like, he's had these. No, 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 no. Don't make anything me. of it. Don't make anything I'm, of it. No, okay. Tr- trust me. He's this a weird isn't a character. podcast to do that. We're no. not doing that. Anyways, I just okay. we're, we're not the sun or the mirror over here. No, yeah. no, but seriously, yeah. he's had these slip ups before. Like I mentioned, I think I'm pretty sure I mentioned it before, yeah. where he was speaking English in one interview and then it automatically switched to German. <laughs> Have yeah. you guys ever seen no, that? No, bro, it's hilarious. But yeah, he has these weird moments, so uh, don't Anyways, worry about so, it. Can we just backtrack? I know we're really going off topic, but can we just backtrack to to Leroy Sane? What we sure. were talking before. So you really think he's gonna go to Bayern? Hundred percent. He's German. He wants to. He's gonna play How at home. Twenty one. It's like nineteen, twenty, twenty one. And I find, and I find he would really excel with the pieces he's that they already go. have. Not why next year, why wouldn't you want to go back home, Alex, and play, uh, uh, George? Why wouldn't you want to go back home, play for a German team? He knows a, a he strong knows, team. He knows he's gonna start. He's gonna start every game. You have players that are already there that are proven and big. Yeah, take the number ten. Yeah, it's gonna be the guy. Yeah. Or yeah, like he, he's gonna go. He's gonna okay. get like, the biggest contract. He's gonna. I see him definitely leaving the summer. Yeah, and uh, if City gets over hundred mil for him, I think yeah. they should they're gonna take grab it seriously. And I think they're gonna get more. Than and that. then flip it to get yeah. Sancho. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I know I know this uh, German. Well, we have to talk about Bayern, but it's not the case. Freaking Leipzig winning again, and your boy Timo Time Warner getting another brace, and not only a brace, and not only getting the win for Leipzig to put them second place, one point behind Munch and Gladbach, but He's one goal behind Lewandowski. The cushion for first place for goals was like by six point by six goals, and now he put now he no, closed he, the cushion to one. It. He's I, I wouldn't it, even and be surprised. A lot of top guys are looking at him. I would, yeah. There's that obviously, and I wouldn't even be surprised if he wins the the boot for Bundesliga. Guys. No, no, stop. No, 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 but no, but no, but the thing is like Werner? 
No, Antonio. Over Lewandowski. If he stays consistent. No, because Oof. no, because look, if no, because I'll have to. I'll say I'll help out Alex on this one because let's say Lewandowski doesn't end up with more goals, but what Warner does, and if Leipzig get top two in the standings and what he took this team to, and or he's having success in Champions League. But wait, you're not talking about the same thing. You're talking about uh, Bundesliga player of the season. I'm talking about the boot. Just goals. Oh, I talk about the goals. Just goals. Oh, no. I'm, I have to keep it with Lewandowski. I, okay. think, I think he's going to wake up and just now get back but on track. But if you're saying player of the season, then, it's, it, then for, yeah, I would uh, yeah. Yeah. go That's in that different. direction. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't specify what I was talking about. But player of the season, if it continues like this, you got to give it to Warner. Give it to Warner. Definitely. Because from, from Leipzig, who are always not like a high, a high team, but like mid-table to high... To what he brought them to now, being one point behind Munch and Globak is just. Especially if they if they finish second with a Champions League spot too, definitely. Yeah, guys, come on. Yeah. And let's talk about Alex's favorite German team winning big this weekend with some sick jerseys. Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, it wasn't even the five nothing the the five nothing win that impressed me. Was the jerseys? It was those <laughs> sick <laughs> that jerseys. Me. I was like, holy fuck, those are some nice jerseys. No, but like definitely gonna get one. Very good win, and not only, not only a very good win, like we always talk about Dorman shitting the bed and doing bad, like being 8th, 7th. They're sitting at a nice spot right now, 3rd place. I'm still not convinced, though. I'm not convinced either, but the fact that they're now 3rd. They've fucking Dusseldorf. Yeah, and yeah, they don't have the consistency to stay. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, no. And the big boys, Bayern, are 7th. That, that should be like a big middle finger, but the only thing is... They have two points above Bayern, so it's not really... It's not... Uh, it's not a big cushion. That's it. But as it stands right now, and... But yeah, Dortmund getting a nice big win. Oi. Royce and Sancho with braces each, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Look at that. And then you have uh, the boy Thorgan getting a nice little goal also. Thorgan has been incredible for them this year. I don't know if you yeah. guys have realized his Great production. Pickups, yeah. honestly. With uh, him and Brandt there. Yeah. That's it. Uh, you couldn't ask for yeah. uh, better depth players here. Absolutely. One team that slipped up that were at a good spot was Schalke losing to Bayern Leverkusen they were sitting at second last week and they lost to Leverkusen third, third. yeah yeah they were sitting oh, that's, uh, that's they were good. sitting third last week that's good for Leverkusen considering they beat Bayern last week yeah and now you and get then, another win and now they're sitting at sixth one point behind Dortmund for third there you go. Like it's looking like a toss-up in Bundesliga, yeah, man. I, I, Anyone can take it at this point, seriously. Yeah, that's every, uh, every week we're always talking about someone else who can take it. So yes, yeah. it's, it's crazy. And like I said, another good game by Lucas uh, Hradecki for the Bayern Leverkusen goalie, just stealing games, getting making those crucial saves to keep him in the game, and to beat a team like Schalke after beating a team like Bayern, like George said, is just this league right now is going good. And, and with that, Lewandowski period. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's whoa, whoa, back, uh, It's not Lewandowski period anymore. Hey, I end Germany the way I want to end it, and you end it with the golden boy. Yeah, but you know how you started it, Robert Lewandowski. Nah, nah, nah. Period. Did you, do you know how you started the league though? You had said Lewandowski has through, gone three games without a goal. Yeah, but he still stays on top, Alex. <laughs> he is the boy. Now end it with that, George. <laughs> All right, so that's it for Bundesliga, and time for cannolis. The cannolis? Nah, yeah. nah. It's time for the the spicy chorizos. Oh, España. And la, hola, bienvenido a la Liga Santander. <laughs> <laughs> that was gold. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Tony, I'll let you take that. What's take happening it. in La Liga? Take it away, broda. So let's get into it. What else can I say? Atletico Madrid 
0-0 against Villarreal. God damn. Alex Another has a big tie. smile. Eight ties after this one. I have actually. I was gonna put that in capital letters on my uh, on my notes. Eighth draw of the season. Yes. For those of you guys who didn't see, as soon as uh, Antonio said zero zero draw, Alex was smiling from ear to ear. And it's a goalless draw. A goalless draw. Listen, I'm gonna bring up a, a couple of points now, just for that reason. We're not gonna get into the game because if you want to take a nap, go for it. <laughs> it was no, honestly, it was a nice reason uh, to take a nap in uh, Friday afternoon. Seriously, this game. If you wanted a nice snooze, go for it. No, uh, Villarreal. They, they they've been struggling, and it was it was time for Atletico to capitalize on on a struggling Villarreal side, and they just didn't get it done. They're one three and one. In their last five, three draws, one win, one loss. What the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. So many points dropped there. Yeah, man. Like, they, 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 they had Joao Felix, record signing uh, player for the club. They, they really had a lot of people backing them for the title this season. And then they go do this and drop all kinds of points with their boring, lackluster defensive play. Yep. At some point, I, listen, I've always been the guy to say the defense wins championships for mm -hmm. sure, 100%. Yeah. But in a league play, you need a bit more creativity. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Do you guys think it's it's Simeone's time? What, what, what do you guys say? I don't know. I how... really like him. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I respect him. I like him as a coach. Yeah. But maybe it's just been a bit too long with the same club. Maybe he's just been riding the system for, for one season too long and... He's just lacking that creativity, like I said. Yeah, I just hate to say this because it's just like a Pocatino situation. They're both great managers, but just not showing results. So, well, listen, I'm he has gonna... a La Liga title. Don't forget about that. He also yeah. showed the Europa, up in the Europa too, no? Yeah, yeah. He also showed up in the Champions League yeah. finals uh, once or twice. So mm. he has, he has, yeah. he has a title. He has a decent resume. Yeah. He really does. With but what Atletico. I'm asking is, it maybe. You know, I'm time gonna, for him to... I, I say end not, of the not, season. Not, I, not now, exactly. Yeah, I say yeah. end of, give him the end of the season, yeah. see where they finish, yeah. see how they do in, uh, in uh, hey, Champions at the, League. At this point, I, it's not looking like no. they're going to finish in the top three. Seriously. No. I think no. even so no matter no matter yeah. what happens, I, I, look, I love Simeone. I think he's a great coach. But I do think that his time is up. Sadly. I think he's he's had many years over there. And like Antonio said, he's done he's done what he's had to do in certain situations in terms of winning the the, the title for Atletico Madrid. And I don't even remember uh, how long it was before they won that title. No, oh, a long time. It was a long time. Oh yeah. So you know what? He brought that title back home. I think it's time for him to maybe do something different. I think it's more the club that needs to go a different route more than him. If that makes more yeah, sense. But they they have listen. Let me tell you, they have the players for their attacking play. They're just man lately. Uh, like I said. Uh, What's his name? I'm uh, forgetting his name, guys. Morata? Felix. Uh, Morata. Yeah, yes. Morata. Sorry. Morata. He, he had a great run. Six yeah. game, seven game run. But he, like like I said before, he's not the player to bring it. To carry to the, the team. team. No, not no. at all. If the club is smart, they're going to sign someone in a month. And yeah. very great segue. They're actually looking at Timo Warner. They're, they're looking oh, to sign him. Oh, man. They're, they came out and said... They're they're looking at Timo Warner. They're his number one. I I, I wouldn't do if I was Timo Warner. I wouldn't go. Okay, I, I was now. gonna yeah. I wouldn't go now. I was gonna ask a question because I don't see. Uh, would, would you leave riding a big high with FC Leipzig right now? If I'm him, no way. Yeah. I, I want to bring a 
a Bundesliga to Leipzig yeah. to a team that gave me that opportunity yeah. to shine and everything. Yeah. And especially now that they actually have the points and they're in second place, yeah. they're like one or two points behind the uh, Bayern's finally falling apart. Exactly. Yeah. So why would you leave the point? Uh, why would you leave that team mid-season? And I don't see him yeah. signing for any club no. this season. I really don't. No, and not little, even uh, at the end of the season. No. At oh, the end of the season, yeah. it's a different yeah. story. But we're talking about January, though. Especially if they get that Bundesliga. I have a little side note. I have a, sorry to cut you. I have a little thing. If you're Timo Warner, do you want to go play for Atletico Madrid? Or, mm. or are you looking for a bigger team to really excel? Because if you're if you're going to, if you're going to the Spanish league, I don't want to be going to Atletico Madrid. I want to be going I, to one of the big guns because I'm proven. No, for me, well, Atletico is a pretty big gun, man. No, they pretty are. Big. But if you look at the last couple years, like you've been saying, getting these bad results, wouldn't you want to go to a team? That I don't know, you know if they is... play his system. I don't. That's why I, th- I think it's more that. I don't think he would go because of the system. If, that, if I'm him, yeah. if for me. Atletico Madrid is the perfect fit because it's 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 a big club but mm-hmm. not that big, so there's not yeah. so much pressure on him okay. and and, uh, and he'll get to start rather if you were to go if you're looking at La Liga only yeah. you're saying the big teams yeah. so that's either Barcelona or Real yeah. Madrid there's no way he's starting over anybody else. Side note, side note, Antonio, if he does like let's say if there's any by any miracle chance like you guys do sign him miracle. for for Barca, do you, he has to be starter. No, no, they wouldn't a do t- it. A guy like Team, I find if he goes anywhere right now at the end of the season, he's he wouldn't start at Barca though. No, I, I I would give him man. I don't know. I'd find a way to make him be in the top. No, in the especially lineup. after getting Griezmann like last uh, last season. They just spent 125 on Griezmann. They're not gonna. There's go no way, bro. They're not exactly. Uh... They, I, I you know what I don't I was, think they're gonna go I was, that route. I was thinking the same way too. He should yeah. go to a bigger club than Atletico because That's in my well, opinion, yeah. it's a big club, but not. Big, big, yeah. but at the same time, I think Antonio was right. Yeah. Go to Atletico because you'll get the starting position. Yeah. It is somewhat of a big club, mm-hmm. and you can actually like make a name for yourself over there, kind of thing. Yeah, but, but he has no, he has no f- like fr- friends. I was gonna say friends, but he doesn't have anybody that can really like help him settle there. Yeah, all. that and the, and the stylistically too, they don't play the same way. No, like Chelsea, they have Rudiger. He's a German player. I'm sure he knows him. They're they're probably good friends, he'd be able to help him settle with the team. Probably. But at Atletico, they don't have a German player, I think. Uh, no, I don't, don't. Not that I not no, that There's you know. not too many Germans in... Uh, in right, so there's no, there'd be no one there to help him kind of settle, which also, got, don't forget, that's going to affect his form. It's going to affect his playtime. Yeah. That's how I see it. That's why I don't see him going to Atletico. And I do not think they can pay him the wage demands as well as a team like either Chelsea or etc. or whatnot. No, that's for sure. I, the money's yeah. definitely gonna talk in this deal if, when it comes, yeah. if there is a deal. Yeah. But I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I see him. Apart from all the all, all the leagues that you guys said, I don't know. I see him excelling in Syria for some reason. Syria. I, I, I see him going to a good Syria team and just tearing it up. I don't know why. Ah, listen, we'll see what he does. I uh, highly doubt he's going to go anywhere in the, in the dra- January transfer window. 100%. But like we've said before, money does talk. And yeah. we'll see what happens. If, if, if Alerico does put out enough money out there, he might make the leap. So we're going <sighs> to move on to Barcelona. Yeah. Barca Messi. <laughs> 5-2 against Mallorca at home. You know, it was it was a guaranteed win, no questions there. They're they're like I mentioned before, they're very comfortable playing at home, and they showed it today, playing their tiki taka system, yeah, like they've played in the past. This was the type of Barca everybody has been missing, 
And boy, did they play phenomenal. Honestly, Messi getting an insane hat trick. All his three goals were absolutely disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Let me tell you. Another another big point I want to mention. Ter Stegen, baby. Um, getting a second assist yeah. of the season. Yeah. That's nuts. I'm going to say it again. He is the German starter for me. It'd be stupid. I was about to say a fact that yeah. I saw on Twitter as well. I'm waiting. Two assists, more than <coughs> Eden Hazard, more than <coughs> Cristiano Ronaldo. Boy, and more than Me- Mesut Ozil. That was the third person on the list. Yes, as well. exactly. My God, who has all kinds of assists? Who's an in assist his king? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Guys, you just named three names that should be so high right now. Goalkeeper has more assists yeah. than those two yeah. players. Yeah, a goalkeeper's outshining that three, three big names. I don't know what is. And uh, by the way, during the game, they, they put the camera to him after he did that insane uh, <laughs> through ball to Griezmann. Yeah. And he was telling Piquet, this is la segunda assist. This is the second assist. So he, he was pretty happy about it. It's, it's, it's nice seeing uh, little snippets like yeah. that. It's, it's, it's fun, honestly. Yeah. Uh, what else can I say about this game? Was, Suarez, guys. Yeah. Please mention the Suarez goal, Antonio. I'm, I'm getting to it. It was all Barca the first half, yeah. honestly. They scored uh, four out of the five goals in the first half. They yeah. absolutely dominated. Like I said... At home, there's no question. They got that fluidity. They had that movement. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they had that magic from Messi scoring a hat-trick. Nice and game. from Suarez claiming oh, that he scored the best goal of his career so far. Rabona Bacchial chip. Bro, like, no, it's... picture that in your head. <laughs> into the back of the net. Past the goalkeeper from an insane acute yeah. angle yeah like, guys if you haven't what, seen what it, are you doing it. just go what are you doing what goes through your head doing to pull that off to do that <laughs> bro you do that maybe in training yeah. sessions yeah. not even because yeah. you would get ripped on by the yeah. the coaching staff you, you know what i you know what i like when i saw the goal what really surprised me was not only like how acute the angle was but how much power oh my god like dude the ball the flew. swing yeah like, I didn't, ex- you know, like, something like that, when you do a back heel, usually it's like, it rolls into the yeah. net. No, dude, like... That was like a it, side foot power shot. That's what it looked like. I, I was stunned. I was like... Nothing, he nothing he does anymore surprises me. I've seen too many of those nice goals, and at this point, it's like... Yeah. It's another Suarez thing to do. Yeah. He just does these things. It's like, you'd have never thought in that situation to do yeah. that. No. Ever. Before the game, Messi presenting the Ballon d'Or <laughs> with his three cute children to... The whole stadium and, the, and both teams. Very nice moment over there. We're going to end it on that. Yeah. And we're going to move on to Real Madrid winning 2 nothing. Yeah, against Espanyol. Another shutout. Big news coming out this week that Hazard will indeed miss El Clasico with his ankle injury. It's much more serious than uh, yeah. first thought. So yeah. uh, sucks to see. I'm pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rodrigo and Vinicius Jr. getting starts alongside Benzema. They're both 18 years old, by the way, if you haven't, uh, if you didn't know that. So good on them. Also, Var- Valverde starting in the in the midfield position over Modric next to Casemiro and Cruz. So it's nice seeing that this young talent coming out into La Liga. It's nice seeing them go for it. You know, it's also nice seeing Zidane actually giving them that opportunity over. 
guys like you said, Modric and. But you know what I like about Zidane, man? He gives that opportunity. He's like Pep. He's like uh, Luis Enrique. Yep. He likes the younger talent, and he when when he sees that they're doing well on the training pitch, out of games, he actually gives them the opportunity, the the the, the chance to shine. Yeah. Don't forget that the the best right back from the last four or five years, uh, one of the best right backs, Joshua Kimmich, was only created because of Pep. Because exactly. he was he was given that opportunity at Bayern, he became the starting right back so early when Pep saw him, and then now we all know him as one of the best right backs in in, in the world right now. And he still could go center mid uh, comfortably if exactly. he wants. It's insane, man. Yeah. Fuck, I love that player. Which right I love. State. Which I love why you brought that up. And with with some coaches is that they see that talent and they're not afraid to give him that opportunity, even if when they're young. You know what I mean? Because so. you see some dudes, they're really hesitant to to bring out the young guns. It's like. You like seeing the new talent absolutely. As, a, as a absolutely as a person that watches the game every yep. day, honestly. And uh, what I was gonna say actually is that Vinicius hasn't really started or played that much in the past little while because no. Rodrigo has been killing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So to see him on the pitch was really nice. And honestly, he showed that he wanted to prove to Zidane that he's making a mistake not playing him so much. He mm-hmm. he he wants to prove to the to Zidane that he could be on the pitch more often. And he could provide what Zidane might be missing on the offensive. He was created nice runs, created chances against Espanol. Very nice to see. Yep. Uh, Diego Lopez was the ex-Real uh, Madrid keeper. He tr- kind of kept them in it. The first half an hour, he made some outstanding saves against Madrid. But they, they just came out on top with a Varane yep. goal. Benzema assisted, too, yeah. But, oh, assisted no, by Benzema, and then Benz came out and scored the second goal. So for me, what I want to ask you guys is: Is it safe to say that Benzema is the reason for this, their oh, success this season? Come or on, without am a I doubt. Putting too much pressure on them. Uh, Justin no. Liga, just to throw you some stats: It's 14 games he's played, 11 goals and five assists. If that doesn't prove that he's the one that's starting all the success for this team, I don't know who else yeah. you could point out. So on average, on average, he's he's. Uh, He's doing a, a goal contribution a game. I don't know how I don't know how you can't you could point to any other player in Real Madrid and say no, it's this guy taking the taking the, the stand. It's just funny because it was supposed to be Hazard and whatnot, and I know that he's he was injured, but even the games that he started and played in, he didn't never do much. <sighs> no, it was yeah. always Benzema. Outshined by Benzema. So and, uh, for me, it is Benzema. I, yeah. your, the answer to your question is yes. I yeah. do think that he's the reason why. Real, I think they're in first place right now, or they're second? No, they're second by second. Uh, so he's the reason why they're in a Champions League spot right now. And all I got, I want to say this now because I know we've been talking about this a couple of times, but Isco again not playing or starting. Is it it for him? Like he, January, uh, he's gone? Because I know, cause know this is Alex's boy, but is he gone January or is he waiting till the summer? Knowing him, he's not going to leave, but I, I would love to. He would be the perfect January signing yeah. for, for a team that's either fighting for a Champions League spot or a team that that can use a midfielder, a creative midfielder like him uh, and really go far in terms of either in their own league or in Champions League. They can use a player like that who has experience yeah. and, and has the quality to take them that far. Um, speaking of another player, Bale left out of the team sheet. Yeah. Yes, sir. He wants to go play fucking golf. Yeah, bro. it's because of his flag incident for sure. That's what it is. But he did return to back to training with Real Madrid today. Him too. I just like, saw. He, he needs, we've already yeah. spoken about it. He needs to go. Too. I thought he, it's because he got injured or something, but not even. This guy's uh, making 650000 a week. 
for no, but like I think chilling. it's the same story about uh, for Isco. He's making way too much money, and nobody yeah. could match that. So yeah. I think he would just wants to collect a paycheck. He's got his trophies. He's got his Champions League. Absolutely, he's got the, yeah. the La Liga title. And, and he's making money. Yeah. He's sitting on a bench bro. eating chorizo. You know. And a report came out saying that uh, Mourinho has urged Levy and Tottenham to go after Bale in January. Yeah, I would honestly if I'm Tottenham, I would. No question there. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're gonna move on to uh, just a little antidote over here. Real Betis winning three two over Bilbao, climbing up on that table slowly, slowly. Bilbao was in a higher position to them, and uh, mentioning them because old man Joaquin, <laughs> my boy, two thousand two South Korea World Cup. That's who I was voting for, man. No, in all seriousness, Joaquin Hattrick, baby. What? He, today, he surpasses Di Stefano for the oldest player to score a hat-trick in La Liga. That's, That's incredible. Insane. I would love uh, that stat. Th- 38 God. years old. Yeah. He sent out a message on Instagram, you know, very heartfelt, thanking everybody for the, the, the warming messages and everything. This entire time, I didn't even know. I didn't still even played. Know. Not that he, no, I knew yeah. that he still played because you guys talked about him last week, but I didn't know that he was a mid yeah, he's a winger, bro. No, and he still I, got that pace, seriously. I didn't. Yeah, I thought he was a defender. Nah, no, bro. no, 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 no. When I, when, today, when I saw that he scored a hat trick, I'm like, okay, I'm like, this, this is the guy that they were talking about. And I, I went to go check and I saw him as a mid. I'm like, no fucking way. He's no, 38 what? years old and he's playing as a mid. Is, is a and winger. he scores a hat trick. That's, that's, that's incredible for me. Bro, he's known for the Joaquininia. Look yeah. it up if you don't know what that is. Boys! And to beat a team like built like uh, Athletic, that's insane. For a team that's pushing for top four in the in the league. Listen, they were at home. They were in Sevilla, so it definitely helped them a lot, especially yeah. their captain scoring uh, the first and second and third goal. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, good on him. Good on the team. They're 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 showing fight. It's yeah. being so poor at the beginning of the season. Now they got a couple of wins. It's looking more like a squad that could fight for Europa League, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because honestly, like we were saying a couple of episodes ago, it doesn't make sense with this squad how poorly they were doing. Yeah. So finally, they're taking the mantle, taking the bull by the horns and fucking getting results. Sometimes it takes the captain, sometimes it takes your vet to, 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 to push the team, but... 38 Hatcher. They're not going to have him forever, though, so they need to really... 38 Hatcher. I'm surprised he's still playing. <laughs> his con- his contract results. ends in 2020. Oh, I think. I think they'll go me. They have, yeah, but you know what? They have the, the the attacking options. They have the midfield options. I don't know how strong their back four and their goalie is. I do know about their their uh, their attacking options and their mid options. So I know that they're strong. They have Fakir. They got Loren uh, Moran. So they have those options there. I just don't know how strong their back four is. Don't, <laughs> stupid thing. Don't you guys find he looks like uh, Antonio Conte? Who, Hakeem? Yeah. Mad. A little, bro. They look like brothers. Man. Are you George, mad, man. boy? <laughs> Are you mad? Anyways, I'm gonna end it off uh, with Sevilla tying one-one against Osasuna, losing Ooh. two parlays with these sons of bitches. <laughs> My God, <laughs> I picked them to win in both parlays, I love it. and they absolutely screwed me over. But they should have won. So you know what? Fuck y'all. In all seriousness, oh uh, man, they should have won. They were away from home. It, yeah, but against Osasuna, that's no excuse, man. They, they're they third in La Liga. They Dude. should have gotten the results. It was big points to drop. Honestly, it was really big points to drop. They have Real Sociedad breathing down their necks. They would have been one point behind two, Bayern and behind uh, Barca and Real yeah. with a win. Yeah, exactly. You, you can't be what? dropping points against... Oh, man. 
and they were pressing they were pressing hard yeah. but it just goes back to what i was saying a couple of weeks ago uh luke the young man they got him for a reason and he's he's nowhere he's nowhere to be found he's a ghost no production he's, he's, he's taking too long to settle in i find ah, fuck it's what four months now like come on boy the first month okay we could say settle in like no, antonio said four long, like guys we're we're in new year's in a couple weeks Wake right. up! We, we we have seen uh, stories where teams they'll, they'll wake up or some players will wake up after the new year. Yeah. So and then they'll have, they'll have time to get the, get those points and to catch yeah. up on the table. Yeah. So we'll see how Severe responds in that regard. But they could use his goal scoring threat or his goal scoring ability. They need it they need for it for their better. sake. They they need it in January, yeah. starting January, even before then just they have to have what it. a stupid move getting rid of ben yetter man i'm gonna say this all season fucking idiots i agree seriously and for 40 mil too it's a little can you believe if they still had him on the pitch and he is scoring for uh, monaco yeah. even how poor they're doing this season he's still scoring he's top of the league so with imagine, goals imagine if exactly he has imagine, 11 imagine oh, if he would have stayed for sevilla how well they would have been doing they would have mm-hmm. been clearly fighting for uh top spot 100%. he's 11 goals leading goal scorer in the league guys yeah they, they, made, uh, a, they made a mistake there it seems not yeah, for the money not for the money yeah. anyways because uh paradiso's out and about i'm gonna be taking over syria this uh this week so yeah, yeah. uh sorry for all you listeners if uh, you're getting tired of my annoying voice <laughs> stick around with this boy for a bit longer <laughs> So we're going downtown to Serie A. Oh, big news. Massive news. Lay it on the table, Tones. It's like Paradiso himself was saying. If they continue this lackluster play, they're going to get bit in the ass. And look what happened. Juve dropping huge points to a fantastic Lazio team. They lost 3-1 this weekend. Inter tied 0-0 against Rome. And they're and, lucky. And they and stayed they, up top. They could have, they could have, uh, for Juve, they could have capitalized considering that Inter played first and they got the tie with Roma. They had exactly. the chance. Exactly. Didn't, Inter played, didn't, Inter played uh, on Friday and yep, Juve yeah. played uh, Saturday, right? Yep, didn't Saturday. go their way. So th- seeing that result, like you're saying, George, mm. man, you gotta, you gotta take the opportunity, but... Didn't go that way. So we're going to start off with Lazio beating Juve 3-1. It was a fantastic game to watch, boys. Seriously, Juve came out with fantastic chances the first 30 minutes. Ronaldo scored, I think it was the 29th. Mm-hmm. One-timer uh, pass by uh, Bentacour. Nice easy tap-in. Yeah, exactly. You know what? <sighs> Goal's a goal for Ronaldo fans out there. Just tap it in. Ah, oh, man. The, um, the Lazio goalkeeper came in clutch. I can't pronounce his name. Stracosha. Stracosha. <laughs> he came in, seriously, he came in clutch the first half hour of the game because Juve were pushing. And I think that gave them the little boost. They got a goal right before the half. Luis Felipe scored off of an insane assist by uh, Luis Alberto. What a season he's having. Yeah. What a season. Yeah. Assist machine. Yeah. I think he's at 10 now. Assist machine. Check it out. I'm going to remind me to ask you a question about him after okay. uh, this little. He analysis. has 11. Leading, leading assist Meister in Syria. Two goals, 11 assists. Second. Ma- Maestro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no, seriously, this goal really showed me that they had all the momentum yeah. 
coming into the second half, it was crazy. Their counterattack looked insane. Good on them. What really pushed Juve aside was quadrilateral stupidity. I know Anthony started off by saying he, he didn't like him, whatever, and then he switched sides saying he's pretty good. He's pretty that. good. He, he was playing really well, but yeah. this it, it continues to support what Paradiso was saying, how airhead he's yeah, always been. Absolutely. Yeah. With a fucking move like that, yeah. slight tackling a player, in maybe thirty. No, no, it was thirty-five yards away from the box, but oh. he was the last man. He was the last man. He got the yellow card at first. They went to VAR, and then they switched it to red. For me, it was the correct decision. Yep. Juve playing a man down. Five minutes later, Lazio scores. Yep. They took advantage. Right there. They, yep. took they took advantage. advantage. And well, it was another yeah. assist from Luis yep. Alberto. By the way. One thing I want to say about this game before Antonio continues is that they won 3-1 without Immobile scoring a goal. You know what? Guys, Good on them. Without no, him scoring a goal. It's That team isn't only Immobile. Yeah. It's Milinkovic Savage. Yeah. It's Luis Alberto. Uh, it's Correa. Yeah. Correa, man. Fuck, no, but, he's fantastic. No, I'm just they, saying have like, yeah. a, they have a great system for yeah. that counter-attacking yeah. play. I'm serious, guys. It was maybe the second time I'm watching Lazio this yeah. season, and they look good. What a what a team! Seriously, underrated. They're third place right now, and he still sits on top with 17 goals, leading goal scorer, with taking a, a, a game off. I would love to see them just continue this form, Guys, and I hope a, they do. This is a scary team now, eh? Yeah, this is a one scary team now everyone's, coming everyone's out of clicking. nowhere. This everyone's is gonna clicking. this is gonna give trouble for whoever finishes Absolutely. first if they don't finish first. Yeah, I mean that's. We're let's be realistic. It's we're we're oh my god, I can't speak. It's in between uh, Inter and Juve this year, but they're gonna be the ones you know giving what? trouble. If, oh, if, oh, if if Juve, mark my words, yeah. if Juve continue this sloppiness, mm. Lazio might even take second. The bro. three points behind yeah. George. That's yeah. not that's not a big gap. That's you know what one it, you game know what screw it, up for you, Juve. You know what it is. Look up uh, when they're playing Inter. Yeah, yeah I'll check but you know what it is. I think it's like some some check of these out. big teams that that do really well they end up having a slow patch like a little slow part and then it ends up like fucking them in the season kind of like what happened to chelsea recently yeah. they're having a slow start and you and liverpool last season and yeah beat them in the ass you know yeah. what i mean juventus so, is facing inter milan march 1st no lazio i want to know who lazio oh and lazio is facing inter milan yeah okay i'm checking right now Hold them, up. i can't remember but anyways, to continue on to this game, uh, Chesney tried to keep that minute with a, a insane save, yeah. double, double save, yeah, double save yeah. off of a penalty. He he was honestly Chesney was lucky to even be saving those shots because man, that was a bad foul. He totally yeah. tripped the the player in the box, yeah. and he's lucky Bonucci was behind him, yeah. or else if he was last man, they would have had two red cards coming yeah. out of this game. They played Inter Milan September twenty fifth and lost one nothing. And now their next game against Inter is February 16th. Okay, so, okay, so if Lazio could get that win against Inter, man. It's huge. And February yeah. 16th is when things are supposed to be boiling hot going towards oh, yeah. the end of the season. Oh, yeah. That could be crunch time if this keeps going, eh, guys? Not for sure. That's going to be one hell Especially of a game. if Inter move on to Champions League. They're going to have a busy schedule. You never know what's going to happen. Exactly. That's a good point. <laughs> Juicy. That's a very good point because if, if Inter fall out of Champions League, their main focus is going to be obviously City had to finally get that title away from Juventus. Yeah. I, wonder, I wonder what Conte is going to do. I wonder what it, what, what, what like is he gonna focus on Champions League or is he gonna this go for City? He wants Serie to win at all. He's a coach that if, just wants to I win was, at all. If I was Conte, I would focus on City out right now because Ooh. Champions League 
I don't think they're they're strong enough to yeah, win anything Inter there. Yeah, and Champions, I don't know. I don't think they're strong Dude, they've enough. they've been playing good, though. In the Champions League, they're at third place, no? Yeah, they need to concentrate on... Uh, they're tied with Dortmund. They need this Barca need to, win. Yeah, they need. it's going to be tough against Barca. If but they, if, yeah. but they are playing at home, just yeah. to mention. Inter Milan is playing in San Siro. I, I said what I said just to answer your question. And yeah. if I was Conte myself, but this is my own personal thing, I would focus Syria, yeah. on City to finally get that, the club that, that fucking City win and get it away from Juventus to kind of shake things up again in City Yeah, That's what I would do. And then next year, bounce off that and then focus Make a couple on, of signings or whatever. And become that massive club again. Because they're not, I feel like they're not there. They're not the Inter like they used to be. No. Am I am I wrong? No, I 100 percent agree. They're with starting you. to show shades of it now shades, with, with with those two top gunners now. Shades. Yeah, they're, they're not there yet, though. But you know what I'm you I know agree, what I'm afraid of? I'm afraid of that the this uh, attacking duel won't do as good next year. Okay. Be- because because it happens a lot, bro. It happens a lot. You see yeah, a striker but... red hot, and then next season. Boop, yeah, for sure. I agree with you. I don't know if it's going to happen to Lukaku and no, Altauro. They yeah. both have so much talent. Yeah. Whether they're going to put up the same uh, numbers, That's what I'm saying, the same numbers. numbers. And, and be, let, okay, it's very tough to but say. Let's, but let's face it. The only ones that have been producing goals are Lataro and, uh, Lukaku. and, and Lukaku. That's it. Nobody else. No, so for if you, sure. if you take even one of those out of the equation... They they do end up having a difficult that's, season. That's next what year. I was gonna say. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Is Lautaro is on so many teams' radars. Uh, I don't think Inter is gonna be able to hold him because people are just gonna be throwing money at him. No, 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 and then no. if you're Bar- yeah, Barca's he's not gonna move at him. after after the season he's having now. If they, if they win, talks. he's not moving. If, 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 if they win, no, I'm I'm with you. If 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 they win, he's not moving. He's gonna stay with Conte. You're telling me if a team like Barcelona, where his countryman Messi. Best player in the world you know what, I, is gonna be by his side. He's not gonna take the move. Then you guys are delusional. No, guys, well, I agree with Antonio. Let me challenge you for a second. Why would he go if he's not gonna get a starting position? Yeah. Why wouldn't he get a starting position? Bro, he's having over, the time what, of Suarez? his life over Suarez and Griezmann. I'm sorry, no, he's not gonna play in the striker position. Suarez already yeah, mentioned that he w- might leave this summer and to get ready for his okay, replacement. Okay, now you're talking about something else, though. So if they get Lautaro, they could easily slot him on the left with Griezmann on top and uh, Messi on the right. Okay, but that's something different. I thought you were talking but, about but, but here's, getting Lautaro with those three guys there. If if but, um, if Suarez is leaving, they, they need to find someone else, man. But Especially here, with yeah. Dembele... Uh, being the lemon that he is, wow, fuck. Yeah. squeezing lemon juice. Yeah, <laughs> but, fucking but that, here's man. the thing about Lataro and uh, and Lukaku. I think the reason why Lukaku struggled so much in United is because he was only uh, playing one striker and two wingers, whereas this year he's playing with Lataro and they're like feeding off of each other. Marini. And I think that system for both of them is very good because you have. You have one target man, and then you have the other speedster, and they they kind of work off of each other. You, you know need what I mean? Someone next to him for sure. The system is definitely working yeah. for them both. Yeah. Which I feel like, if especially if they have a good relationship off the pitch as well, I don't see the, either of them leaving in the summer. But yeah, it all depends on how they do, and how they finish. How the they season. finish the season? How, finish, yeah. how many award, uh, awards? I was gonna say how many titles they can win together. With Conte being there the first season, don't forget. Yeah. So if the system's working out, I I don't see them leaving. Conte is just a madman. That's yeah. it. I love him, bro. Since we're on the Inter train, let's uh, get into their uh, tie zero zero against Rome. It was, you know what? Before I get into the analysis, I actually wanted to bring up uh, what happened uh, 
earlier this week racism again in italy it's it's something i i know we've brought up multiple times but we're not going to stop bringing up because it's something that needs we need we need to raise awareness about guys, this shit honestly guys it's every damn week with italy guys yeah now so, i get sick to my stomach before it was like okay now now it's like guys every week there's something week after week like so, what the hell man? so this is a top newspaper in italy let Fuck. me get into it Correa dello sport headline front page yep what they wrote with both Smalling and Lukaku on the covers, they wrote Black Friday. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> like, it's not even a joke. Like, what the fuck is that? Seriously. So, um, seeing this, Luka- both Lukaku and Smalling wrote uh, messages on all their social media pages saying that it's bullshit and they're not happy with them and whatnot. Uh, teams like uh, AC Milan and Rome coming out to the press and saying that they will not allow Correa dello Sport any workers from them into their dressing room for post-match interviews or into the stadium period. That's yeah. crazy. Well, it's necessary. Until the end of the season. So yeah. it, it's nice that to see people taking action right away. This is what you want to see. But like the president of the newspaper is just so delusional. Seriously, he's he's on another planet by saying this comment. He next day released a a headline on his newspaper saying, "Where do you guys see racism? <laughs> what racism is that type of thing?" Like, so he's being uh, in denial. He's, he's fucked. He's up, being man. Uh, guys. That's fucked in the head. Arrogant is the word I'm looking for. How is Black Friday? Ignorant. <laughs> Bro, he's so stupid. Anyways. So it's nice to see teams coming out, defending the issue, trying to raise awareness, trying to put a stop to it. Um, yeah. Before this headline came out, actually, all 20 teams in Serie A uh, created an open letter to raise awareness and to, to show how serious racism in, in uh, Serie A is. Mm-hmm. So sad to see that right after they released this open letter that a fucking massive newspaper like yep. Correa del Sport comes out and, and releases a headline like Speaking that. Speaking about that, I liked how Chris Smalling posted a picture hugging Lukaku, Lukaku and just writing brothers. Yeah, yeah exactly. They, they both came out after the game and before hugging. Yeah. For the cameras, obviously, and yeah. for themselves. Well, they're, well, they're, they're friends from their Man U days. Yeah, don't of forget course. they played yeah, yeah, with Man U. Yeah, they played together, so... No, but it's nice to see them taking a stand, yeah. obviously. But you want to see other players besides the ones accused. Man, fuck. We can't yeah, exactly. you see, oh. yeah, yeah, that's a good point because it's not only the the ones accused that should say something it's the ones that are kind of watching know, on, the watching the on the sidelines yeah say something as guys well. so your, t- your teammates the teammates of roma and the teammates of inter milan come in and post one big picture of both of them all of them together no but like i Show said them, at man. least Serie A is trying to take action now the uh, top uh, league officials saying that they're gonna attack racism stadium by stadium yeah. quote unquote yeah. so so it's at a least work in progress it, oh, it's gonna take a little um, while that's it that's it because like we were saying it it comes down to education in the in the nation yeah. and that rhyme by the way that's my boy Tones. <laughs> that's my boy but in all seriousness uh we just need to bring it up because it's 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 bullshit that's and what it is. to make things worse there is racism also now in england 
well, there all has always been with we're the gonna, fans. We're gonna bring yeah. that up. We're gonna bring that up when we get to uh, yeah. But a nation like England, England for me is a bit surprising considering how multicultural they are there. Yeah, but yeah. no, the it's fans, the fans can get really, really nasty and wild. I'm just curious to see what the FA is gonna especially, do, especially in a derby. Yeah, yeah we're on. gonna get to after. Yeah, yeah. But moving along, anything else that we want to mention for? Uh, yeah, we're just gonna get into the game a bit. Uh, both teams inter and rome were in form winning five of their last six so it was a really juicy game to watch but inter not capitalizing they were really honestly dominating the whole game and at the beginning of the game in the first half rome gave away brutal chances in the back Mm -hmm. that inter should have scored on and they didn't so uh, if they really want to win this league if they really want to show balls they really need to capitalize on these types of opportunities especially from two or three mistakes from the back line of of Rome you have to take that opportunity which they didn't do you have to give credit to uh, Mirante which is the Rome goalkeeper coming in clutch saving Rome's asses or else they would have been down 3-0 easily in the first half so shout out to him it was a great game to watch many opportunities on Inter's side and uh yeah, that's it for that game. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to bring up as well, haha, Napoli <laughs> getting another tie, one-one against Udinese. They're so shit that I don't think it's worth our time. Oh, no, wow. it isn't. I'm not going into depth. I'm just going to laugh at them. Guys, if you're an twenty-one supporter, points. I feel bad Guys, for you. Guys, twenty-one points at seventh, and Atalanta is sixth place with twenty-eight points. It's the same story, like I like is... Seriously, it's. Uh, do you want to play or do you want to go out and tie games? I would rather get a fucking oh, loss man. than uh, eight Absolutely. ties, bro. Give me a break. Yes. At least show the supporters that yeah. you're going in for the win. Yeah. This conservative play. Mava Fangul, like the real Italians would say. Bro, this is sad. This is like... It is oh, That's why them too, they need to change. Fuck. This is a team that should be doing a lot better. And they're shitting the bed week after freaking week. Next and last thing I want to bring up is AC Milan coming out with another win. Two wins in a row. 3-2 against Bologna. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some big news coming out from them. It's just rumors. It's like fish floating around the pond, but it's it's something juicy and something that I think AC Milan should be a little help, uh, hopeful for, but not too much because it might bring some disappointment. So a gentleman named Bernard Arnold, which is one of the richest men in the world, came out and said that he wants to invest in the club. He wants to buy the club and get players like Messi and Guardiola coaching Sorry, on his side. So if you're an AC Milan side, it's, it's nice to dream and hopefully get that money that your team so desperately needs because it's, it's a historic club, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Keep Messi so out of your many, mouth. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Keep Messi out of your damn mouth. Sorry, I have to interrupt Antonio. Keep that guy's name out of your mouth. But I'm, I'm so confused. They, they, had, they, uh, they had so much money like two seasons ago. They bought all these kinds of plays. You guys remember that, that summer where they spent like a, a crazy amount of money? Yeah, and, spent uh, and they got like four or five players. No, yeah, but then it that. disappeared. I think it's more of a... When, when clubs make big investments and stuff yeah. like that... It's not just buying players. It's more of a project and a and a vision that the club needs. Okay, so you okay, know what I mean. The, okay, you're right. That's you different. know what I mean. Like when City bought Pep, 
they were looking long term and they were and they were looking at all the players and they're like we're gonna build a dynasty kind of they thing. They changed the emblem. They they changed things around the yeah, stadium. Okay. I know what you're talking right? about. Okay. The same thing happened with PSG. They said, okay, we're gonna bring in a new coach. Uh, we're gonna bring in Neymar and we're gonna ba- we're gonna make Neymar the the star the of the team. Piece. We're, and we're battling for champions. Yeah, but that vision came uh, when they had Zlatan, and since he decided to move, they went for they they got a nice replacement, fantastic yeah. replacement in Neymar. Yeah, yeah. For it sure. makes it makes sense what you're you, saying. You now. know, you understand yeah. what I'm saying. So I think uh, it's not just the money. Yes, it's everything it's, around. It's everything, everything, everything—a collective movement kind of thing. Yeah. And for them to say like getting Pep and Messi, it's they're not obviously going to get Pep and Messi, but. It's a that's dream and it's quality. the vision and that's what they want. The quality. You know, it's a long-term kind of thing. It yeah. might not, this might not happen next year or the year after, but it might happen like four or five, no, six. We're going to see if he gets you the team I mean? and uh, if he does, then I expect big things from AC Milan because uh, in this sport, money talks and you need the budget to back you up. Obviously, and you have some certain Cinderella stories and whatever, but in the long term, money talks. Money talks and uh, I'm sure... Uh, AC Milan want want to get back to being that AC Milan team of yeah. well, that club. Sorry, I want to say the word club because the club they want to get back to being that one of those the, the biggest clubs of the world when they used to be. What was it like 10, 15 years ago, or ten years ago? No. Well, listen, don't forget they had uh, exactly ten years ago. They have a Champions League in two thousand eight. There you go, and they had a freaking team and a half. So they want to get back to that. So, like George said, it's going to take someone to come in with this new project. A brand new look, and just to get a fresh start and get back to winning ways. The yeah. reason why they're in this position now is because of uh, so many scandals from the president. I forget his name, bald fucker. <laughs> but I can't remember his name right now. It just drove the whole club down to the ground, his, his stupidity. So, anyways, with that being said, we're done with Serie A. Let's get into EPL. George, the Brits. Where do we start? Do we start with the first game? Do we start with uh, midweek? You know mid-week? what? City and Burnley. Can, can I start off? Go with, ahead, man. With saying because we don't give this team that I'm about to say enough exactly credit because they, they they have done so poorly this season compared to their expectations. But all credit to you, my friend George. You came out and said it, Man United comes out to play against the big dogs and they proved it this week winning yeah. against Tottenham yeah. midweek and then winning against City in the Manchester Derby on the weekend. So I think that's the main topic of, uh, of the Premier League uh, this weekend. For sure. Uh, six points and they got him Against two top dogs. And against two top teams that one are contending for the title and the other are trying to play for top four. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like like I said, I I mean, for me, football it's you can't always throw down a team if the quality is there, but the form is not. Never throw it down because anything could change, you know. And it and like 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 we were saying last week, you guys were saying nah, that there's no way. And I said, watch it, bro. Man United, they're gonna come and they're man, gonna surprise a lot up, of people. Man. You shut us up You're, for sure. And yep. I'm not even a Man United fan. I didn't see the game. I saw highlights, but whatnot. But Tommy, I don't know if you if you want to comment on the game. Oh, the Tottenham game. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be honest right now. I'm not gonna make any excuses. That game, we did not show up, and it 
just proves that Man United took advantage of our poor play. And Did just, they play at home? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They played at Old Trafford. Okay, so, so, so it was so the that's return. another thing too. Yeah, that's another thing yeah. too because so, they they drew against Liverpool home. Yeah. All right, Chelsea. We got fucking smashed yeah. in the beginning of the season, yeah. and then how much did they win? They won two one with a late penalty shot goal by Marcus Rashford. Which, in some cases, depending on who you ask, controversial. I want to get into it. Okay, yeah. I want to get into I, it. I, I, I'll say it. I don't want to be the one to say, "Oh no, it was uh, for me. It was soft." Yeah. Because and and to and to talk about that exact thing. Van Dyke did that same thing the next game, yeah, and did not get called for a penalty shot. Yeah, like it's just and and it's like I don't want to say it, but it's like Liverpool again, just getting away. I know we're talking about the the Tottenham Man United, but it's yeah, again yeah. getting away with a damn penalty shot call with a damn call by VAR for Liverpool. When was but, the Liverpool call? It was the same. Uh, it was this match week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was the match week. Oh, L- Van Dyke, Van Dyke from behind lunged forward. And clock the other guy's uh, knee from behind. Which game? Nothing was called. I'll check right now. Anyways, I forgot. Yeah. No, but for me to, against uh, uh, against Everton, because they smoked Everton five yeah. two, and they played Bournemouth yesterday. It was Bournemouth. It so was, it was Bournemouth. It was Bournemouth. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I yeah. told you were getting into it, but yeah, it was against Bournemouth. A yeah. call that should have been called. Yeah. And the same call that got called on Sissoko against yeah. Rashford. Okay, so didn't. Back to Sissoko and the and the and the penalty that they gave. Yeah. This is the way I see it, okay? okay yeah. Some people... It's it's not the first time that Sissoko does a dumb thing. <laughs> not okay? the first. Let, no. Let's just admit, not the most... Um, He's an airhead. Intelligent player when it comes to challenges. Okay? In the box. You should okay, say that. So In the box, that, not that. intelligent. There's that, okay? There's also the fact that when he went in for the challenge, yeah. okay, he was nowhere near the ball, yeah. okay? The ball was, like, more on... Uh, forward but to the left side of Rashford mm-hmm. and he was coming in from behind and the right side yeah. I don't know if you can understand but oh, I'm yeah. trying to explain this the best way I can so there's that now here's the thing that I don't agree with mm-hmm. he challenged him but there was very this is my opinion now there was very too little contact little to nothing George. okay like it's no but that's it when when you when you see a player but he was attacking nowhere, player but he was nowhere near the ball i'm just trying to give perspective yeah yeah you know what i mean okay but for me when there's more of a dive when you're an attacking player i don't know man I, 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 it's, I, I, it's I, tough yeah. to give it and that's another thing too there was the contact and there was a delay in the dive. Guys, when he on. fell, there was I'm sorry, there was a delay. Shit. There was at least a second delay. Yeah. And he fell to the ground. And they even ve- they ve- they varred it, no? No. No, no, that's no. A, yeah, true. That, no, that's, that's, that's a no what var. I was say. It pisses me off no. because and they there didn't was, var it. To, and there to was no var. Take a look at no. it. And they gave the penalty. And the fact that it was such a big game, and to give away a penalty shot from a game that was starting to get more even because the first twenty five minutes was all domination by Man United. Yeah. The last half of the first period of the first half was all Tottenham. So going into the second half, you wanted to keep going and no like controversial things, and then you have a penalty shot given like that, and it just changed the whole game. Was was were they playing very uh, defensive, uh, United? No, the oh, first no no the first twenty five minutes, George. I know Gazaniga fucked up on the first goal. I don't even think it was a hundred percent Gazaniga's fault for that. That first goal, George. Come on. George, it happens, come on. bro. No, no I'm sorry, can't, bro. Can't let it that happen. was a soft Yo, okay, goal. Okay, okay. Let, yeah. let, let me tell you something. Yeah. 
let me tell you something. Go for it. In my opinion, Kepa, better pl- better goalie than Gazaniga, but I see Kepa doing the same thing. It happens. But bro. the thing is, George, these goalies shouldn't be doing this, especially I, when I games are, especially when the table's getting so close and everything. But I'm not going to take away from Man, from Man United. That game, they deserve that win 100% because we did not show up to play. Yeah. And I, if we came out with a tie, I'd still praise Man United. Ha- oh, yeah? No, I wouldn't I be heard, happy. Oh, no chance. Really? Okay. No. Listen, listen. We played me, bad. If it wasn't for Marcus Rashford, that game. Mm. And even the City game, too. Hey, he put on the boosters this week. 100%. Both games. 100%. He played phenomenal against Tottenham. He's the reason why they got the penalty. Yeah. He scored both both goals, yeah. made fantastic runs, gave Aurier so many problems, yeah. man. Yeah, Aurier Agreed. couldn't keep up with him Agreed. at all. Agreed. And then I saw Mourinho uh, the last half hour put Sissoko on him because he knew yeah. Aurier no hope. Yeah. Bro, Aurier was standing three meters away from Rashford every time Rashford yeah. was on the ball. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, but it but, was it, it, it was a game that sorry George it was a game that you like. Like, I don't understand. A game against Man United, the big guns didn't show up. Then you have a game against Burnley yeah. that we just played this weekend. And they just come out and score these goals. They're like, what in the hell? Where was that last game? Yeah. Just, um, oh, man, it just, it, 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 it annoys me. It that happens. a big game like that. And not to, not to mention, it was Mourinho's game back at Old Trafford. Yeah. Going so, into the visitor's locker room. It meant a lot. It, it meant a lot a, for, uh, there was a, for Mourinho. There was big hype before the game, kind of thing. You know? Look, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from United's two wins. Yeah, yeah. they beat both Spurs and City within a matter of days. Yeah, but their fans should relax a bit because they should go see who they lost to during the season. Hundred percent. So they need to kind of change. They're very inconsistent. Manchester is still fucking blue. Oh. So I don't want to see these little fucking posts here and there. Yes, be happy with your win against City. Yes, be happy with your win against it's Spurs. It's a derby, that's why. No, but it is blue, though. It but, shouldn't be. But, it's but, blue. But, worry, before, worry about finishing in a fucking Europa League spot before you're listen, dropped out of both listen, listen, European listen. competitions. Alex, I understand. I understand. There's still a lot of games to be played. Yes. Yeah. Before, but before we get to the derby, yeah. before we get to the derby, yeah. I want to go back to Tottenham. And go Manu. for it. Is it true mm-hmm. that... Uh, Mourinho, when he when he was giving the talk to the team, and he was telling them, "Don't take them lightly," because yeah. they were on a hot streak. Yeah, is that true? Yes. Hmm. See, so the mentality plays a big thing. You have a source for that, or hmm? no? You have a source for that information, or no? I th- I, I I think I remember seeing like post conference. He said he spoke to them, and no, 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 he said it. Yeah, he's not. He said at a press conference. Okay, okay. That but he was he was saying that like they were. They were they 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 thought they can go in there and win it easily, and it wasn't the case, no. you know. So that just goes to and, and that's and that's when I was telling you guys, don't take Manchester United lightly. They might show up, and that's what they did. Okay. For the City game too, I was I was surprised with the City game. The Tottenham game, I knew it would have been tight, mm-hmm. and they could have come out. Yeah. But the City game, I was very surprised. They now, bet. Keep going, sorry. Go yeah. Now here's the thing that I. I find ironic with all of this, yeah. okay? Because I like to look at these things, you know? Yeah. I watched the game. I watched the, der- the derby. Mm-hmm. And if you ask me, they played super, super defensive. Who's this? Man, Man you. And they only came down like two or three times. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to play defensive against Pep's team. But here's, here's where I'm getting at. Open up, this is uh, where I'm getting so at. So many holes, you know? Yeah, this is where I'm getting at. Um, 
Mourinho, when he was coaching Man United, was getting so much criticism for playing a defensive style, park the bus, this, this, and that. Oh, uh, he he parks the bus. This is not how Man United pl plays. This is never how we played. We play open play. We play counter-attacking, this, this, and that, and all this shit. But yeah, when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer does it, and they yeah, win against like, City, just hear me out, it's okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to yeah, throw but out, I like, have something to say to that, yeah, though. Yeah. It's that Mourinho was doing it versus every single team. When you do it against someone like Antonio said, against someone like Pep, it's fine because Pep's going to come at you guns blazing mm. with the attacking options that he has. Okay, yes, yes, But yes. I think they were upset at Mourinho because he was doing that versus every single team in the league. Yeah. But, bro, he finished second with the team that he had. Yeah, but that was... And, again, I think uh, we had brought this up one of the episodes that Mourinho had said it himself. That was his biggest accomplishment. Yeah, which is... I think he was bullshitting a bit, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, go look, go look at the team. Go look at the names yeah. on the fucking team. De Gea was obviously. I remember that season big very factor, well. Big factor. De Gea was the biggest reason why they went. They ended up second that, that year. Believe it or not, thousand percent. The games against Tottenham that season, like it's the games that you watch Man United play. It was all De Gea, Anyways, fucking four when it five comes saves. To Man U, okay. This is all I'm gonna say because uh, I'm I'm holding back a lot. But I want they, you to they hold back, Alex. They better fucking win against Everton because if Everton beat them, they might on the weekend. They might. I'm going to shred them. Put them in a shredder. Put they, them in a shredder, uh, boy. Their their fans are really talking shit right now. So I'm kind of. But it's always it all like back. that too. It's always like that too. It's always like. But that I'm not going to say anything now. I'm going to wait till Everton, the fucking loser team that they've been all season. But you know what? With their new interim head coach. They might surprise somebody. Big they, win they, against Chelsea. They, no, they beat fucking they Chelsea. They beat Chelsea with their interim. It was their first win uh, with their interim head coach. Uh, so that was great to see. Yeah. Obviously, it sucks for your team, George. I'm sorry. But uh, it is what it is. Everton bro. have a team to finish top six. And I really strongly believe that. They have the team. They've always had, though. They uh, Very true. They've always been a top six club. They just need the right coach and system to put them together. And the fact that they always buy players every transfer window. It's like showing, they always buy it's showing that they, they see some sort of weakness yeah. in their team and they go and they fill it up, which you want to see from a club. You want to see your club doing that every but then the single season. But then the results don't show, which is always the case with that Everton. And like Alex said... In and out, bro. Season in Like, every like season. Alex said, uh, maybe this coaching change now puts them on a new different road. Well, Liverpool really stopped them in their tracks. They're bro. fast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A nice 5-2 win over them. Yeah. And but, they uh, played... Like, Liverpool looked so good. And, yeah. Like, uh, offensively. And since we're on the Liverpool talk, my point for Liverpool was that uh, what's impressive about them now, even more so, is that uh, they're not dropping points with Fabinho out of the lineup, who's a, a crucial yeah. player in that system. Yeah, the pivot there. So you know what I mean? And they're not dropping points with him out. So for me, that's what's most impressive. And for me, is what I think uh, has already proven that they're probably going to win the, the, the title this I year. Think, yeah. I think... Uh, they're, they're, they're just on a... On a if they continue a like this, I think this solidified... This weekend solidified oh, them. I agree. Especially I with City late, losing against Man U. Yeah. 14 again, points difference. Again, I think that's, I think that's City's fourth loss uh, this year, which I'm going to confirm in about two seconds. It is their yeah, fourth their loss. Yeah, their fourth loss. So, they have two losses in their last five games. Uh, Liverpool look like they're gonna they're gonna take it away yeah. unless Leicester come and do something miraculous. Yeah. Leicester, but Leicester too. Unless, just... as Ray Hudson says, they bring that magic. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, but a team like Leicester, guys. I know we talk about this every week, but Genesis. they are not freaking stopping. I'm gonna take a page out of Tommy's book over here, and I'm gonna say Jamie Vardy. Period. <laughs> he is on a red hot streak with a goal in eight straight games. 
Yeah, it's insane, man. Say that again, Alex. A goal in eight, eight straight. straight. He's insane. God, man. He's been, but you know what? He's done this. It's funny because he does this every year. He kills it for them every single year. It's just this year now when, um, like I said a couple of episodes ago as well, is that they lost Maguire. Everyone was shitting on them. They're not going to finish top six. They're going to go down in the in the in the table. Yeah, well, one player doesn't make a team. And you uh, see, yeah. and that proves it. Look at them now. They're they're literally probably better than City at this moment. And dude, next week they're playing Norwich City. So that's by their form, that's a guaranteed another three points. Exactly, for them. another three points. Unless Antonio back. bets on them and they lose. Oh, <laughs> hey, I bet on them today and they pulled through. So there you go. And Liverpool, Shut up. Liverpool's playing Watford. Like who are probably the last, the twentieth. Yeah. So there yeah. was another win for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, that's a come on Murph game. What for about? Liverpool. <laughs> that's a don't let me leave Murph game. That should be a blowout and a half. Yeah. So and definitely. Who, so uh, who's City playing? City's playing Arsenal. Who's on a losing streak, even with the new coach? With the new coach. Well, he's an interim. In, an interim. Yeah. He's an interim. In their last five games, they have three draws and two losses, no wins. So Arsenal do not look. Like they're in the 11th right now. No, and they're gonna stay there. Absolutely. Honestly, they're they're. It doesn't look like they're going up or down unless they buy fucking uh, eight players uh, during trans- oh, uh, Obama uh, keep, Obama could keep doing his backflips, shushing Tim Cruel, but they're still look where they are. A like, player, I, a player like Obama should have been doing that and being happy. To to fix their their problems, they need to buy an, uh, an entirely new back four. Yep. They gotta, they gotta well, sell David Luiz, sell Socrates, and get two other guys that are gonna do well. Like get other two. You gotta, you gotta experiment at this listen, point. Listen, they, 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 they went for Socrates. They really thought they were gonna get uh, the player that he was before Arsenal. They took a risk and it didn't pan out. So what do they do? They go and get David Luiz. Like in my opinion, they should have never went anywhere near him because defensively he's just shots. Yeah. He's mm. really he gives those good uh, open play balls, balls yeah. to the wings and yep. whatever. But defensively, anybody could get by this guy. He's I, just I agree. So poor, and uh, I hate saying marking, it because uh, everything. You guys know me. Uh, I, I yeah. really like David Luiz, and I, I want him to do so well. It's just like sometimes I'm watching him play, and he just does these. these but defensively, he's always been poor throughout his whole career, in my opinion. Yeah. Yes, yes and, and no. no. Yes, yes and, and no. no. He yeah. had what one two seasons with Chelsea. I'll give him that. Okay. Then he had that season with PSG, but I don't really count it because it was Ligue 1. It wasn't incredible. Like, not that much competition, and he had Thiago Silva by his side to protect him. That's yeah, the only thing I'll freaking beast. Exactly. Yeah, so, monster. Look, uh, if it was me, I would sell both of them. Get as much money as you can because you're not going to get much now, especially with the form that they're well, all in. Well, Louise, you know how much they sold them for? It was like what? It was a like 4 million, no? I, at most... 10 million. Yeah, I think it was, it was like, like 8 mil. Right. So they're not going to get anything for him, which kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They need to get back to winning ways because this is embarrassing. They're 4 7 and 4, 11th place. That's disgusting in Arsenal terms. They need to do something this January. Fix up your, your loose um, your loose holes and, and, and make it work. Because Go for two core center backs, splash the cash, and uh, try to revamp. Or your uh, take a page out of Tottenham's book and go fucking get a, a, a proven coach. Who's left? Allegri? Sure. Allegri has been the strongest link. Pochettino? I don't think Pochettino. Yeah, no, he no, came no, no, out no. and said that. But uh, Allegri said, and we called it also, again, Anthony called it. Yeah. And he said that uh, there's no way that he's going to start midseason. If he's going to start. He's going to start from scratch. Yeah, fresh in sure, the summer. Smart decision for it him, is smart. Man, you know? Yeah. 
He's not an idiot. The the, the ship is sinking, and uh, he's probably not the answer midseason. At don't, least, yeah. no, no. Don't take so, over a sinking ship yeah. and think you're gonna do miracles with this team. Wait till the fresh I, season starts in the you summer. Know what I think, seeing the squad, any coach that needs a job right now are staying away from Arsenal. It's I would stay away 100%. from Arsenal. I agree. No dig at Arsenal, even though they're garbage. And they have no money. No, it's a dig. No, oh, they have dig. no money. Yeah. It's a dig to Arsenal. Your fucking back four has been scrapped for how many years? Garbage. Okay, you, granted, like I said before, you tried fixing it, it didn't work, and you come out no, short again. Just, it's, oh, man. Every year, there's a problem with their defense. It doesn't make sense. It's the same story every single year. Yeah. As much as I hate this team with all my heart, like passionately, I can't stand this team. It's still a team like freaking Arsenal. Yeah. I know I say freaking a lot, but how the hell are you a mid-table team? A team like Arsenal's produce legends like legends have played for this team like I don't and get oh and, and sorry to cut you off but i yeah. just remembered something that i read online is that to make things worse for the club mm-hmm. there's already rumors coming out that obamian wants to leave <laughs> so that it, they just went from like i was gonna bring that i was gonna bring that up he's been rumored to barca real madrid uh bringing up a solid rumor Looking to transfer, I forget who, plus 70 million for him. So, uh, can I just I, say, I, if, I think he's gonna leave if he gets a solid yeah, uh, wage yeah, offer, yeah. He's, he's gonna leave uh, if, January. If, if if he leaves and Arsenal don't replace him, that ship is gonna sink even more. But I want you guys to think about this is because with the, the tables being so close across all five leagues, yeah, this January transfer window has potential to be incredibly huge in terms of big players going to team to help them. Progress yeah. in their yeah, yeah. and in improve their, and improve in whatever they need to do yeah. with this season, whether it's Champions League, whether it's Europa, whether it's and whatnot. But this January transfer has potential to be massive. Yeah, if the big players decide they need to leave. So we got Gareth Bale, we got Nicolas Pepe, who, who hasn't seen him in God knows how long. He might God. even leave again. You never know. No, Isco. Isco. Can we just Rakitic. talk? Hey. Oh, that's yeah. another thing I forgot to mention. I said it last episode. If Barcelona need a mid, they need to stick with Busquets, De Jong, and Rakitic. And look what they did. 5-2 against uh, Mallorca. Okay, I understand it's a smaller team, but please, don't sell Rakitic. Not mid-season. Yeah. Can need I, him right yeah. now. We've always said this. We've always had uh, talks about Rakitic. And, we've always and I think he's realizing that now, Valverde. He, he's realizing that you know what? I made a mistake at the beginning of the season. I need to start him. Can I just? Can, can we just talk Sorry about? Sorry for uh, completely diverging the, yeah. the train track. Can, I, I know we're talking about transfers and talking about we've been mentioning this name every podcast. But Mourinho came on and said, apart from Gareth Bale, but he came on and said the number one target on his list right now is Koulibaly. What? Yeah. Where'd you see this? Fucking he came bad. out and said it. Mourinho said he wants to have Koulibaly on the team. No, I, memes, fuck. I, I, I haven't seen any of that on, on Twitter. No, brother, yeah. So I'm not sure if Tommy's going to try and pull up uh, some sort of source. Uh, now, if Tottenham has $90 million to splash on Koulibaly, I don't know. That's a lot of money, don't forget. Yeah. But, because don't forget... What, uh, did they, what did they ask for? 250 who said oh yeah it should do the president the, yeah the president was kind of making some comments about if this guy's worth this much then Koulibaly's Maguire, worth Maguire he said Maguire. if Maguire's worth 85 mil then Koulibaly's worth 250 so that, exactly so look he, he's not wrong in like over exaggerating like that but I mean look they're not gonna sell him for that much if Koulibaly wants to go he's gonna have to go for like 100 mil yeah. which 
to sp- like he's he's incredible, but to spend a hundred mil on Koulibaly, like I I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, do you guys agree or do you guys think Sky he's Sports. worth that much? Sky Sports came out and said it. Tottenham on Kaladu Kalubali from Napoli. Okay, so it wasn't Mourinho though. No, but Mourinho, came, they got the source from Mourinho that he wants to get Kulabali. Okay, that's fine. We'll take it. We'll take it the way it is. And and, and if he does end up coming to Tottenham, that means a player like Alderweireld or uh, Vertonghen uh, leaving. Uh, just to go back on the Obama Yang uh, from Madrid, they're uh, they're looking to make an offer seventy mil euros plus Hamas for Obama Yang. Yeah, but I don't. I don't believe these. Re- you this know why? This is from transfer market, man. They're a pretty reliable source. Yeah, but these whole seventy million plus this player for this, like you don't even see that anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you'll see yeah. a player to player transfer here and there. You know, mm-hmm. you saw it with Alexis and you saw it with Mkhitaryan. But in terms of a player plus this much for that, I, I don't see it. Yeah, Alexis is still injured, huh? Yeah, God knows who. God knows what he is anymore. Damn, bro. Yeah. A guy that really fell off, bro. Wow, that's his own problem, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. Yep. He yeah. went to a club like Man U, and he could have brought them back to winning ways. And he that's what they the got him for, and he shot the bed. He was never there. Yep. He, every time he was on the pitch, he was one of the worst players. Yep. I remember clearly because I was watching them when he was there, and he was horrible. Abysmal. Yep. Abysmal is... Yeah. Um, safe to say, like uh, safe to say, like Alex said, this January transfer window could prove... To Huge. see big, so, to yeah, see big so, teams yeah, thank you for applying steroids into their team. Chelsea, their transfer ban has oh, been lifted. It's true. Yep. So there's gonna be some fucking big moves. For yeah, sure. but you know, Alex, what, George, no, George, can you say his name? Who? Say his name, bro. There's so many. No, no. Say the name I, that you keep mentioning in our. In well, our I've mentioned almost chat. everybody, bro. No, but you've been mentioning Jaden. Jaden Sancho. Not in, he's not a January player. Hey, not. Dortmund. No, guys, know, come on. Get, let's go. Let's get serious for seconds. <laughs> so, if you're talking about Chelsea, what I wanted, I want you to worry a bit though now because it's a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah, the, I've, yeah, I've mentioned that. We talked too. about this yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So, it's fantastic that you guys got your appeal uh, approved mm. and you guys have your your transfer ban uh, uh, lifted. lifted. Yeah. But what does this mean for guys like Abraham? What does this mean oh. for guys like Tomori? What does this mean for guys like uh, Mason Mount? Or Zuma. Mason Mount, yeah. Like, I want, I want to know your, your honest thoughts about what you think this band can do to the team. Creates fire, man. Now, yeah. Granted, you're going to get that, that competition push, which is going to help players improve. Yeah. But it's it might gonna, take yeah. away playing time from important guys like Mason Mount, like Tommy Abraham, yep. like Tamori. Yeah. So the way I see it is they're going to go, f- they're for sure going to go for a center back. Makes sense. They're very, they're lacking strongly right now. Yeah, they're for sure gonna go a center back, and that means either Zuma or Fikayo get dropped. And and back to what uh, Tommy's saying, I think Chelsea have a bigger chance of landing Koulibaly than than Tottenham does, in my own opinion. Yeah. Yes and no. Yes and no. I don't. Uh, it'd be great to have him. Would he realistically would he come to to Chelsea though? That's the whole thing. I think so. Yeah. That's the whole thing. He's been rumored before, yeah. and it, there were strong rumors. Yeah, but dude, like, his name always pops up with Chelsea. Dude, his name always pops up with that team. Chelsea, uh, just sorry, Koulibaly, like you've said previous on the podcast, has been linked to everybody. Yep, very to true. Everybody, very true. So at this point, it's a toss-up. I, you know what? He might not even leave. We don't know, but 
We're going to take the assumption I that... Leave, I would leave Napoli at this but, rate. But that's oh, the thing, though. We're going to take the assumption that he's going to leave now because of how poorly they're doing. And maybe he wants a challenge, come to the uh, Premier League. You know, the best league in the world. So back to my back to my original question. So yeah. we talked. You talked about the defense. Defense. What do, what do you think about uh, Tammy and Mason then, with uh, the transfer ban being uplifted now? What's going to happen with them? Are they going to try and replace them? And ter- not sorry. Let me take that back. Not replace them, but look for a challenge for the spot. Maybe. See the way. But you already I, have Michi though. Like uh, okay. okay so enough. so Fair that enough. so that's what I, so this is what I was going to get at. I don't right. think Frank Lampard. I don't think Michi is Frank Lampard's favorite. So if they Which do, is sad. I know. With, it is sad because he's Michi, an outstanding player. Outstanding player. He's been there. He shows up. You know, whenever he goes on, he tries to score goals. He tries to do, hold up play. He, yeah. Okay, obviously he's not the greatest player, mm-hmm. whatever. But the way I see it is, um, they're gonna if they go for another striker, they're gonna alternate between him and Tammy, and then and then Michi's gonna get pushed off to the side. He might go on uh, loan somewhere to. Uh, like he went to Valencia, he went to Dortmund, and when he went to Dortmund, he fucking killed it. He did okay. And then Giroud comes back. No, Giroud, they're gonna <laughs> get rid of him. Giroud's probably gonna leave. I don't see him. Uh... One, one last thing before we end this episode off, just yeah. to kind of stay on that on that Chelsea talk, I just want to give my prediction that uh, I think Wilfred uh, Zaha is a huge. Oh, that's target. A, yeah, that's I, another, I have to say it again. This, I, I feel like this guy is just going to be in prison. He's itching. He's itching to leave. He's going to be in prison and with Chelsea, his damn team. But I, I brought him up because I think Chelsea have that spot for him ready, and he can go. And him and Tammy can really make it work in terms of that one-two punch. That's a scary one-two punch. That's a punch, scary though. one-two punch, and they have now that the transfer ban is uplifted, they can get. Where him. do you where do you play him though? Left wing, over Pulisic. Yeah. No, I wouldn't play him as a. I play him as a as a forward, as a center forward. So him and it's either it's going to be a battle between him and Tammy for the spot. That's what I think. Because the way because the way I see it is this. Maybe Pulisic can play on the right, take over Williams' spot. Where's, put, Hud, where's Hudson? Huh? Hudson Odoi? No, 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 no. I, no. No. Not yet. No. Okay. Bro, he comes on and I, there's something about him. He's he's too he's too young. He's too fresh. There's no maturity in his game. I don't know what I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's it's a good like, point. Yeah. It's the first. It's like I, I've given him chances a couple of times. I see him play. It's, he's not there like the rest of the youngsters. You know what I mean? He's not at that level, but he has the potential to yeah, be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We've seen we've seen exactly. The so, of it. so the way I see it is, if they do go for Zaha, it's gonna be Zaha on the left, Tammy, and then Pulisic. That'd be incredible. Yep. You know. So before we end it yeah. off, let me just Go say ahead, this because I said it off camera, but I'm going to say it again. That goal by Sun. Oh yeah, guys, goal of the season. Before contended. we end it off, that goal by Sun. That's a perfect- eighty yards in twelve seconds. That's a perfect way to end off this episode because uh, I put on my sheet that it was potentially the goal of the season because De Bruyne's goal is still no. I'm sorry, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But what do you? You know what? Let me let me just ask around. What do yeah. you guys think? Who's which goal of the season so far? I find running eighty yards, blowing off six players in 12 seconds and then scoring is a lot better than a, a shot bar down i'm sorry yeah. i'm not taking away i'm not taking anything away from Can the brain shot question, though? what was the score for the game at that point do you remember the the game the score of the game i think it was two nothing it was two nothing for yeah. tottenham yeah. And they so played who burnley burnley now look i am not let me be clear i'm not taking anything away from the goal yeah because it was literally incredible yeah 
West Ham's West Ham's defense was complete ass. West Ham or Burnley they played. Burnley. Burnley. So Burnley was one of the two. I yeah, it was one of the two. I remember. Burnley. Um, they were horrible. Yeah. So obviously there there's there's holes there, but for me the reason why De Bruyne is a little more impressive because of when he did it, like Man Man City was just completely like gone in terms of their performance of the, in the in that moment. It was one one, and they looked like they were gonna like you know get another draw, lose points yeah. again. And it was De like a Bruyne, turnaround goal, yeah. It was a turnaround goal. It was like in the 82nd minute, De Bruyne just rips one. For, for me... But then I'm the game end 2-2. The game ended 2-2 so, after. So, uh, that's why I... That's why but, I but here's the, here's the <coughs> thing, though. I don't think uh, goals of the season, I don't think the, the significance or when is determined. Yeah. I just think... It's just the... The, the actual goal. The they quality. Ju- the yeah. quality of the goal. So, okay. yeah. so, so the way So the way I see it is, I think Son's goal... Might overtake the Bruins by a little, only because you've seen so many times like guys cracking the right. ball and hitting it top cheese, but to uh, to sprint eighty yards at and, top speed yeah. and the to, ball with the feet. ball and yeah. deke out a yeah, couple of players. And, and don't forget, this is the second time he does this because he also did it against top. Chelsea a couple of seasons yeah. ago. No, it's uh, it's a close battle between Son and uh, and the Bruin. I don't know. Uh, yeah, both goals outstanding. It, it was Messi esque. Yeah, the th- there goal, you go. So, there you so go. I'll give it to Maybe Sun. that's why I admired it so much. Um, there was one last thing I wanted to mention before we end this podcast. I know we keep saying and we keep delaying, but back to the whole racism thing. Uh, it was something that I wanted to mention. It did happen again at the uh, at the Manchester derby. So uh, Fred, who was a Manchester United player, who's obviously black. Uh, went for a corner kick and the fans were throwing stuff at him and he got hit by a lighter and stuff like that. And they were making like uh, monkey expressions and uh, faces and sounds. Uh, Listen, like I understand to be competitive and to, to, uh, to put your, the other, the opposing team down, but to do it in a racial way, uh, this shit's got to stop. It shouldn't be acceptable. Especially that they have so many, uh, so many black players on their own team. It Guys, just doesn't make sense. It's, it's, we're going into 2020 and this shit's still happening. Think of it. A couple weeks, it's 2020. And we're still dealing with this stuff. <laughs> I'm honestly it's a surprise that it happened in England. but I don't know, I don't I'm know. not. I'm not. And, and It and, is and, what and, it is. And, and to say, like Antonio said, on a team that has a lot of black players on yeah. it. Like, do you guys not... I'm, and s- I'm sure Sterling was uh, pretty pissed off at that one. For sure. Oh, 100%. But anyways, uh, there was just something I, I wanted to bring up last minute before I forgot. Yeah. So with that being said, this is the concludes the episode 8 of 5-on-4 Formation Podcast. Two-month anniversary, Two George. months that we are doing it. Everybody, thank yes, you for sir. all of the support. Everybody who's following and listening to us, you know, just talk about what we love the most. Uh, we just want to say thank you to everybody. If you still haven't listened to us, you can find us on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So Shout yeah. out to my brother Alexander because I know he wants to get one <laughs> for listening every freaking week. And we dedicate uh, this uh, episode to... Uh, the fallen angel. The, the fallen angel, uh, <laughs> Anthony Paradiso, who's, uh, who couldn't uh, make it out tonight. So, Diso, hope you're back next week. And yeah. This one was for you, bud.
All right. Yeah, take back Serie A because, uh, man, my lips are dry tonight. Let me tell you <laughs> that. Give me a lot of work there, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, thank Chowsers. you. Thanks for the love.